Welcome to Easter Outspoken Long Reads in Luke, a short series of five episodes focusing on Luke, chapters 22 to 24. This is episode four. I'm Fiona Stewart. I'm Neil Glover. And in these readings from Luke, we're invited to not so much explain or try and understand every possible aspect of these stories, but as Luke draws us into these stories, simply to notice, to notice what happened, to see the story anew, and to see how it speaks to us. Let's listen to Luke chapter 23, verses 26 to 56. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children, for the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land, until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. 
When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes. But they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. It's moved on again, hasn't it? From that intensity into something I think where I was struck by the number of people that we meet Mm -hmm. that we may never hear of again. Yeah. Yeah, The number of people who are quiet and noticing. Yeah. You know, the number of people who don't speak, but they play a part. So thinking about Simon of Cyrene as an Mm -hmm. an outsider, thinking about the women who followed, again, somewhat outsiders. They're from Galilee, they're women. Thinking about the Roman centurion even at at the foot of the cross. Yeah. In one yeah. sense, an outsider to events, although he's fully, you know, right, participating. There are so many people here. And I wonder if one of the things that the, the story is doing is inviting us to stand with them as witnesses, to notice what is going on, mm-hmm. to think who we are a bit like, to see who our models for us, even the centurion who kills them. Mm. becomes a model of discipleship, noticing who Jesus is. And it's noticing again, isn't it, that the the images that are, are here, that the Jesus walking and turning to the daughters of Jerusalem, the, the striking image of the womb that does not bear, the breast that never nurses, the tree that is meant to be green but is now without leaf, mm-hmm. the, the two men beside him, the, those conversations, the one who mocks, the one who turns to his friend and says, don't you know, and then remember me. And then the cry, the, the cries, he, he gives up his last. There's so much to see as we watch with these people who are witnesses. Mm. Mm. I, and I think for me, it invites me to ask the question, who am I in that? Mm. Yeah. And not in a glib way, but in a... Really, really thinking, who am I? How, how do I come to this moment this year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a hopeful passage as well, even here, I think because of the centurion, because of the thief. Mm-hmm. And, and also the woman who offered us a way of being. And at the end of it, having seen so much in these short verses, as you've said earlier, so many people... I need the Sabbath, the rest time, the stillness, the silence, just to go, what happened? Yeah. 
Should we listen again? Yeah. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children, for the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless women, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. The people stood watching, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah, the Chosen One. The soldiers also came up and mocked him. They offered him wine vinegar and said, If you're the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was a written notice above him which read, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence. We are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon, and darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. Then he took it down, 
wrapped it in linen cloth and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how his body was laid in it. Then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes. But they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. God, you invite us to witness this story, um, but you also invite us into participation in the story. And I pray that today, as we come afresh to this familiar story, would you um, extend that invitation to, to, to find ourselves more deeply participating and witnessing in what happened. And God, we thank you for that good news, that hope, that promise of salvation that comes in the moment for the criminal, for the Roman soldier, for the women, for the bystander and the and the onlooker. Lord, open our eyes to what you are doing in these days. Show us how to witness to that. Show us how to participate in your story. Amen. Amen. Tomorrow, we'll listen to Luke chapter 24, verses 1 to 53.